listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the solo problem in Destiny right now. If you're listening to this on iTunes or any of the audio podcast formats out there, you can always catch me live Monday through Friday at SNTRlive.com. I'm probably live right now while you're listening to this. If you'd like to have all of my content in one location, you can go to SNTRnetwork.com. We're trying to add new features into uh, the website, so make sure you bookmark SNTRnetwork.com for the new year. So, the solo problem. Now, before I get into this video, I want to say, from the outset, I have consistently taken up for solo players, and I love that solo players have more to do and have more accessibility, okay? I am in your corner. So this is not an anti-solo player video. So you're going to come into this video thinking like, I'm coming for your, your content and I'm trying to take things away from you. That is not what I'm trying to do. I am trying to maintain a criticism that has actually been, you know, around since Shadowkeep. So this is this is actually something that I think is has gotten worse, uh, you know, and has has expanded into other facets of the game. So the Destiny 2 Beyond Light expansion has added new options and loot pursuits that seem particularly targeted at solo players. After Shadowkeep in year three, where much of the criticism centered around driving players to play solo in lost sectors with bounties, this seems like a strange approach. Beyond uh, legendary lost sectors, there are other elements of Beyond Light and Season of the Hunt that are better while solo. Okay, so that's kind of where we are. You know what I mean? We're we're not necessarily dealing with the fact that, like, I don't want solo players to have content and things to do. We're dealing with the fact that the structure of a lot of the content right now is not... I don't think in a, in a uh, robust or broad lane, it's very, very narrow, and I want to talk about it. So first, let's just talk about solo player accessibility, okay? I have been a huge proponent for excel- accessibility and lanes being opened to more types of players over the years. That's something I've been consistently saying. You don't need to leave people in the dust. Now, especially after moments like Escalation Protocol needed nerfed, they had to lower the power level of it. It was too it was too difficult. Uh, and then the Black Armory Forges were practically undoable whenever the, you know, the first one came out. Ever since then, I've consistently talked about how they actually should be focusing on accessibility Accessibility, uh, you know, and also be adding matchmaking to certain facets and aspects of the game. Many look at the Beyond Light expansion in Season of the Hunt, and they praise it for this very reason. They feel that solo players have been kind of left out in the cold over the years, with raids, trials, dungeons, and nightfalls being inaccessible to them. So, when I take aim at the structures this season, it is not my aim to take away from solo players or to suddenly express frustration that I'm not having content made for me, okay? This is on the heels, this is this is kind of driving my criticism, alright? This is on the heels of Year 3 and all the community criticism about living in a lost sector, right? I have made this criticism in a variety of ways. The way that the bounties were structured. They made almost no changes to bounties. That is supposed to be happening in year four, so I'm kind of withholding judgment on that. But the way that they set it up in Beyond Light, they actually didn't do anything other than lower the XP payout on bounties for some reason, okay? So that was a consistent criticism, is the structure of the bounties. And not just the structure of the bounties, the fact that they were really driving us to live in a lost sector by yourself, and that that was one of the main things that we walked away from year three saying needed needed to change. So, in light of that, what's the problem? Why am I taking aim at this? Let's talk about it. First, 
Offering solo player options for legendary lost sectors is not the problem. That's actually not the problem that I'm focusing on. The problem is it's one piece among many that is most effective while solo, which drives players apart. This was precisely the problem in year three with the bounty lost sector grinding. It actually drove you apart. It was, it was encouraging you to not play with your friends. Playing with your friends, playing in a fire team was less efficient. It was less ideal. Even matchmaking in a strike was irritating, right? Because you would be dealing with people competing for your kills, stealing your kills, etc. So you always felt like it was most effective to play by yourself. Now they've doubled down on this in many situations. This isn't just about legendary lost sectors. A lot of the times we've talked about this, that's where everybody kind of centers their attention. They're like, Lono, come on, let us have legendary lost sectors for this exotic grind you guys have had you know nightfalls all this time all right second the second part of this isn't just the legendary lost sectors season of the hunt also has numerous problems with its structure two of the main problems are with the actual content loop of season of the hunt one is the rng of available items on the lure you don't even know what's going to be available right And second, you need to be pursuing the exact same items as a fire team. So one of the things they should think about going forward is when you have a content loop like this, it's totally fine to make it accessible and doable as a solo player. It should also be doable and achievable as a fire team. It shouldn't be splitting people apart. Third, the third part of this is the Empire Hunts. The Empire Hunts, as far as the weapons are concerned, in a similar vein to the lure, they're more effective when you're by yourself. If you're going for the fusion rifle and somebody else is going uh, for the pulse rifle, you guys actually have to fight different bosses. You can't go together. Again, it's sort of driving you apart. Now, it's not a requirement. It's just more effective, right? Unless your fire team is chasing the exact same weapon on the lure or the exact same weapon on the empire hunts it's sort of driving uh you apart right and you know this is all sort of coming together in one ball for me it's not just about oh there shouldn't be options for solo players or oh i should be able to play as a fire team all of these factors combine into an expansion and a season that feels lopsided, okay? Bungie needs to consider that solo accessibility should not grate against fire team efficiency, as we've said for over 12 months now with bounties. We've been we've been talking about this for a year, and so solo accessibility is not the enemy of fire team efficiency and vice versa. Fire team efficiency should not be the enemy of solo accessibility. Solo players should be able to do all the things I've outlined in this video and they shouldn't be given that accessibility or that entrance point at the loss of a fire team's efficiency. That's the main issue. So what's the way forward? More and more, I think the game clearly needs more spectrum within the content that is developed and delivered. When you have four levels of difficulty, it frees up Bungie to create varying paths of entry. So, with respect to the Empire Hunts, the Legendary Lost Sectors, things like this. If I want to run a Legendary Lost Sector with the Fire Team, there's a handful of things you could do to balance things out. If you've ever played a game like Diablo, more people in the team makes it harder. They could apply that as a principle on something like a Legendary Lost Sector to make it a little bit more and a little tougher. Make it, you know, make it a challenge. Make it something that is is in line with how it feels when you're by yourself. Also, lower the drop rate a little bit. If we're going to be more efficient, if we're working together and we're clearing the Legendary Lost Sectors together, 
you can lower the drop rate a little bit. So you might say, oh, you know, it's it's nice to be in a fire team, but when you guys aren't around, I'm going to take a crack at this on my own because, you know, the drop rate's a little bit better when I'm by myself. That's called creating spectrum. Too often, I feel Bungie just swings the pendulum. So it's like, yeah, you either run it solo or you don't get it. And there's not this in-between area where if you play by yourself or with the fire team, the experience adjusts accordingly. Nightfalls are actually close to this, right? Nightfalls are a perfect example of how accessibility can coexist with fire team efficiency. To a certain degree, the philosophy is actually different, but ultimately it's in line with the identity of an MMO light looter. Okay, the higher up you go, the better the loot. The higher up you go, the you know the better the drop rate. That's just kind of logical and sensible for an online loot pursuit game where you're playing with other people. This doesn't again mean though that we need to be bringing down the you know the portcullis and slamming the door shut in a solo player's face. I think more and more Bungie needs to continually look at Spectrum and how that gives multiple entryways and entrance points to content while also maintaining the fact that, hey, if you're with the fire team, you don't need to break up your fire team. If you're by yourself, you don't suddenly need to get a fire team. Unfortunately, there are certain types of content that's just sort of necessary. I do think trials, raids, and dungeons to a certain degree do require you to be in a pre-made team but we don't really need to extend it beyond that and we don't have to start pitting the game against itself well up here up here we have the fire team content and down here we have the solo content i don't think it needs to be that stark of a contrast i believe the game can actually have a better coexistence of these types of player the current structure of beyond light and season of the hunt is so heavily slanted against team play or being in a fire team with the exception of trials the raid and yawn grand masters the main loop of content in an expansion and season should not have a clear invisible lean it should be broad if it had a clear invisible lean that you had to have a fire team solo players would rightfully be annoyed i bought this content and i can't i can't really do any of it right it's got this lean it's leaning away from solo players right now i think they're leaning too heavily towards solo players we made these criticisms in year three and we're making them again in year four allow all types of players to enjoy the content and the pursuits because right now it feels imbalanced we are going to transition to live Q&A. So if you are in the live audience, don't go anywhere. Smash like and subscribe. If you're a paid member with a badge next to your name, you can submit questions in the live chat and they hit the form and I'll be reading those shortly. As always, if you're listening elsewhere at the other locations, you can always catch us live at sntrlive.com. And as always, please like, share and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the solo problem in Destiny. And if you're listening to this on any of the audio formats where you can find SNTR Presents, you can always watch me live Monday through Friday at sntrlive.com. Monday through Friday, we're doing live streams, back and forth, Q&As just like this. If you'd like all my content in one location, be sure to bookmark sntrnetwork.com. sntrnetwork.com is going to get new features and subscription options and packages and all this good stuff in the new year. So make sure you have that site bookmarked and check it regularly. First question coming in from Ratchet. Do you think them giving us burns in the Master Legend Lost Sectors is them experimenting for nightfalls? I, I, I couldn't tell you, to be quite honest, what they're what they're trying to do or what they're trying to experiment with. But I do think but but I do think that 
going in to a smaller environment like that and fiddling around with modifiers and burns and positive things and, and stuff like that I'm all for that right I'm all for that because the you know a lot of the times when we talk about this I you know, things tend to get busted up into different debates that don't necessarily touch down on themselves and I'll give you an example so when I start criticizing Grandmaster Nightfalls somebody will say something to the effect of like they're not that hard you just need to do X, Y, and Z okay I, I fall into this this discussion you know I guess you could call it faux pas anytime I bring up Marauders in Doom people are like they're not that bad you just need to do X, Y, Z okay and what what happens is this is basically ships passing in the night okay this is ships passing in the night I'm trying to make a criticism or trying to point out what I feel like are flaws in the design of a piece of content and people are in engaging with my discussion as if I'm saying grandmasters are too hard I'm not saying that I'm not saying they're too hard I'm not saying they can't be beaten I'm saying it's bad content from a design philosophy what goes into them what they've done how they've put it all together I think it's bad, okay? And so a lot of the times things get broken up into these discussions of like, oh, it's not that hard, blah, 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 blah. So I'm all in favor of Bungie using, you know, legendary lost sectors or other, you know, other areas of the game to experiment with, you know, different, you know, different modifiers, different things. One of the things I've really, you know, kind of pushed for is a decrease in negative modifiers and an increase in positive modifiers. That's been a big, big, uh, you know, part of what I've really pushed for. And ultimately, I don't like to get down into the minutiae and the, and the tiny little details and, and debate the finer points. I like to say this. When I look at content like that, I should say two statements that are both equally important. These enemies are really strong. And so am I. I think both of those statements are equally important in Destiny, in a, in a, you know, in a in a power fantasy game and a space magic game. You know, um, I think both of those statements are equally important. I think right now one side, <coughs> one side is stressed over the other. Wow, these enemies are really really strong, and then that's kind of the end of the of the statement, like. Most most folks are not going into this, you know, the Grandmaster content and things like that and saying things to the effect of like, you know, oh man, this guy, you know, these guys are really hard. These guys are really strong, but so am I. They're usually just sort of saying, man, these guys are really, really strong. You know, we got to figure out a way to avoid this. We got to figure out a way to, uh, you know, to cheese it, to, to get around it, to, you know, to, to, I don't know, you know, go in viz and hide. So... This is I think this is one of the this is one of the problems with the discussion is over the years we've over the years we've gotten really really good at um we've we've gotten really really good at finding alternate pathways or or cheeses, right? Finding alternate pathways or cheeses, alternate uh, solutions to the problem. So what happens is, I think we apply that principle and that problem-solving toolkit that we have and we apply it to you know content that is not well designed you know it's not well designed 
And when we find those alternate solutions or those ways to to cheese or subvert or to surpass or get around what would be considered, you know, not the best designed uh, content, not the best designed, um, you know, stuff. Um, it to me, to me, that's part of the problem. Is like we're gliding over, we're gliding over the 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 rough, the rough edges. We're, we're, we're gliding over the, uh, you know, what, what would be considered like mistakes or problems with the content and then concluding that because we can do that, that the content is fine. And again, I think this is related to our attitude as a community. Like we're good at cheesing. We're good at you know, sitting back in a nightfall with icebreakers, um, you know, sitting, sitting back in a, in a corner and, and, uh, and, and cheesing, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I thought, I thought DJ's burn was pretty good the other day. He said, find the quickest way possible to consume all of the content without experiencing it for all it's truly worth. Yeah, I thought, uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a pretty good, uh, clap back. Um, so, um, you know, if I think if, I think if, if you're going to criticize, uh, if you're going to criticize content and you're going to enter a discussion about the content and, you know, is it good? Is it bad? How well is it designed? I don't think the answer is ever, oh, but we can beat it if we do X, Y, Z. I don't ever think that's part of the discussion. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think that's ever part of the discussion, whether it's whether it's Grandmaster Nightfalls or Marauders, you know what I'm saying? that that I think is is always always you know part of the I think the mistake that we make when we when we debate this stuff you know so next question is from Dark Seraphim as a primarily solo player I still struggle to understand why the game punishes you for teaming up with people who uh, would having a more broad bounty requirements be better making them shared progress within reason would also be an ideal way to progress them yeah I mean with you know I, I think I don't know if I've done a full video on bounties but like I always always go down this road with bounties first you need to make them shared by proximity so I can't like AFK and sit back in the you know sit back in the corner of the strike or sit back at the beginning of the strike and just have other people completing my bounties for me make them proximity uh, make them proximity based so it, they did this with Guardian Games. As long as I was in proximity, the the bounties, um, you know, the bounties were fine. Okay. So make them proximity based. Now the second thing I've always talked about is make them broad. Make them broad. And how I make them broad is in this way: instead of telling me to get kills with a sidearm, a scout, or an auto rifle, just tell me to get primary kills in a particular way okay get rapid kills get crit kills get close quarter kills get kills without reloading and then those are all just on your primary and then on your secondary you could do the same thing get close quarters kills get kills without reloading you know pop x number of shields um and you don't even have to pop them with the matching element heavy weapons same deal same with your supers same with your grenades same with your melee just generic you know just generic you know just be just get get them done okay so now 
two things two things are happening number one i'm not competing with my fire team i'm not competing with whoever i happened you know to get match made with and so i'm not competing and secondarily secondarily i'm not having to constantly change my loadout so you're achieving two things by doing that to bounties you're, you're, you're allowing people to just play with whoever. They can just match make into a strike. They can just um, they can just play with their buddies and they can just run the, the loadout of their choice. They can just run the guns and the builds that they want. One of the primary problems right now when you go into like a crucible environment or um, you know, or you go into Crucible, or maybe you go into, uh, you know, you go into Gambit, or you go into Strikes. One of the main problems is, is you generally have, and and you 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 usually have a build that you really really like. You usually have a build and and guns and and things that you like, and having to put those things down to to equip other things, I think is incredibly off putting, especially in a game all about pursuing loot. You know, you, you the minute you finally get the guns that you want and the build that you want, you get the raid guns, you get the you know you get the roll that you want, and you're loving using it, and then you go down to do some bounties and to do some strikes, check some boxes, and you're like, I, I gotta switch everything. I can't even use anything that I grinded for. Don't you see the problem there? It's it's completely counter in. It's not even counterintuitive. It's counterproductive to be like, oh man go and get all this awesome gear awesome build get all your mods set just right get all your armor just right and then when it's time for your daily and weekly rituals yeah equip a bunch of other stuff it it's backwards not only that oh yeah equip a bunch of other stuff and a game that runs on the engine of playing with other people yeah go play by yourself it's more effective there there are there are fundamental missteps i think that they're making that aren't necessary you don't need to have bounties set up in the way that they are we know they can make shared bounties we know they can make generic bounties just make them do an overhaul of bounties from the perspective of working in a team and not being so specific and then after you're done doing that start looking at things like the structure of the season of the hunt content loop the structure of the empire hunts legendary lost sectors and ask the question these are all great as a solo player are there minor changes we can make to make these better as a fire team i think these are fundamental changes they need to make because if not they run the risk i think of fragmenting a player base that you know isn't necessarily going to keep coming back if they feel like they're always playing by themselves now again they could have looked at the player base numbers and said people were happy to play by themselves sure folks are going to reddit folks are going to you know youtube and twitter and all these other places to complain about you know the the the, the structure of going in and being in a lost sector by yourself but bungie may turn around and be like yeah well the player base numbers seem to indicate that folks are just fine with that they are totally okay with living in a lost sector they are totally okay with cranking through stuff on their own and in in that regard this is where you always have to parse player feedback through the 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 sifting bowl of player behavior all right so 
and and this gets really really complicated because you could say oh everybody complained about lost sector bounty farming in year three but look at how many people regularly did it all the way up until the end okay now again you're sifting our feedback you're sifting our feedback through the sifting bowl of our player behavior they're saying this but they're doing this there's a handful of questions you have to ask number one are 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 they complaining because they're consistently interacting? So the consistent interaction isn't necessarily a negation of the point, but it's showing that your most dedicated players are the most likely to unearth these problems in these systems. And when they voice those, that's representative of the community's general, you know, posture toward, you know, um, toward, toward, toward the content. And so sometimes I think that when they when they look at that kind of data they have to press on it and ask it questions you can't just assume oh people were okay with being on their own people were okay with you know doing things on their own and and you know and Eugene might be right we may be overstating just how many people lived in lost sectors I am merely speculating the the possible reality that Bungie looked at player behavior and said people are totally fine to boot up by themselves they may have looked at player behavior and just been like most people boot up on their own and do not fire team up for 75% of the content you know for 75% of the content most people are just booting up and just throwing themselves into matchmaking and they don't really care so we could make more solo focused content you know again they're they are potentially looking at player behavior and coming to very very different conclusions than we are because we're looking at it and saying i'm just trying to play with my buddies and it's it's becoming a headache now what this ends up doing though is this ends up reinforcing you're positively reinforcing their their decision because if people are farming the legendary lost sectors like crazy and they are busting up and going solo for wrathborn hunts and empire hunts you're essentially feeding them confirmational data that yep people will definitely do this and on that i think on that playing field um it's tough to know what is the right pathway forward it really is that's why I always say, rather than arguing for one side of the player base, give a spectrum so folks can just make decisions in accordance to that spectrum of where they feel like they land. Does that make sense? Like, I like to play with my friends. Somebody else is like, I barely ever throw myself in a fire team or a party chat. Both of those types of players should be able to enjoy all the content in Beyond Light and the Season Pass. That is your, is your, uh, your core content loop. Raids, dungeons, and trials are not your core content loop. They're upper echelon, end game, aspirational content. Aspirational content is not your core content loop. Your core content loop should have, I think, a broader funnel of accessibility. This was the main criticism we made for Escalation Protocol when it was too hard and when the first Black Armory launched and nobody could do it because you had to level up first. So, I, I'm always always of the of the of the notion and the belief that one of the biggest mistakes we make is we constantly shift our focus from one player type to another instead of saying how can we how can we make both players happy is it possible i believe that it is i believe difficulty spectrum is the the, the primary way to achieve this um and and also changing bounty structure and some of the other things that go on in the game. 
Uh, Table JFK says, Would it hurt at all for solo players to have an avenue to earning at least a single Ascendant Shard per week, along with a few Enhancement Prisms, so they can Masterwork an Armor Piece per week? As it stands, Nightfalls are still the only way to get Ascendant Shards. Well, this is inaccurate, because you can actually grind uh, the lower difficulties, and you can buy your way up to an Ascendant Shard. So this is this is actually... It is a little bit, um, you know, not necessarily accurate to the to the way that they presently have it set up, right? Excuse me. <clears throat> so, I don't know where I land on this because, again, there are just certain things about this game that, to me, it just makes sense. If you want the 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 upper echelon reward, if you want those capstones, if you want those cool things, you gotta kind of go up into those areas. Um, you know, master working armor all the way to level 10. I just don't think that's meant to be super accessible. I don't think it's meant to be. It's meant to be an investment. It's meant to be something that, that takes time. And, you know, um, yeah, you can get them in trials. You can get them in trials. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it to me, I, this is where I just think sometimes the identity of the of the behavior needs to needs to be in line with the identity of the content. You know, if if the identity of the behavior is you're capstoning your gear all the way up to level ten, that just isn't something that should be accessible and easy to do. Now, now there are new elements to this discussion, right? There are new elements to this discussion. One of those elements is sunsetting armor that Josh brought up. They're sunsetting armor. The other element of the discussion is transmog. And the other element of the discussion is the fact that they have said they want to make armor worthy of your pursuit on a more regular basis with in-game novelty. So there's the potential that you're going to be moving armor around, swapping armor, chasing and changing armor on a more regular basis, okay? In that world, I could see lowering the requirement of getting enhancement prisms and shards and leveling up your armor because that doesn't need to be this big, huge, significant barrier. If you're replacing armor or chasing new armor or getting ready to retire armor because it's sunset... I don't think it needs to be this big, long, drawn-out, arduous process to be like, well, now it's time to take to take my gauntlets and my boots and level them all the way back up, you know? And so, if that's the way, if that's the way that they're going, I think investing in the gear doesn't need to be necessarily as, you know, arduous and slow and narrow. Now, Hippo's responding to my thoughts on, I think, bounties. That completely defeats the purpose. The point of these bounties is how Bungie gets players to try out different weapon archetypes. Yay or nay, but that is the reason. I think there are ways to achieve that that doesn't require me to grab a bunch of dailies, weeklies, and repeatables from Zavala or Shax and be told what weapons to use. I think having the gunsmith, and remember Arms Day and on his bounties and stuff, I think it's totally fine to go that route and to say, hey, you know, if if we go this route, if we go the route of going to the gunsmith and testing weapons and getting those rewards and those rollovers, I think that's a fine place to say we're going to kind of push you towards other weapon types. 
I don't need to go in a crucible and strikes or or gambit and switch my guns around. As a solo player, I no longer do strike bounties. Strikes are simply run through, kill the boss, rinse, repeat as quickly as possible to get the pinnacle checkbox and move on. Right. It's just too much trouble. So I don't disagree with the tenant and the idea of being like, hey, you know, they, they should have some bounties that make you try new things, try different things out. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but I think you could just do it through the gunsmith. And then that's kind of, you know, that's that's kind of the logic there is he's the gunsmith. You're testing out weapons for him. You're helping him do research or whatever. People are going to test out weapon types regardless of the bounties or the gunsmith. I think there's a variety of ways to get people to test out weapons. I don't think bounties is the only way that you have to do it. Um, This is a wild one. Try this one on for size. Uh, Make cool new weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like make a sidearm that's saucy or spicy or fun or new or fresh or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, I think there are plenty of ways to get folks to, to, to try a new loadout, to try a new weapon and it doesn't always need to be like, oh, hey, you know, you, we're going to, you got like six bounties and four of them are making you change your primary. And think about it like this. Think about it like this. You change your primary after like a, a whopping, what? A whopping 15 kills. You know what I'm saying? You get 15 kills. Are you really going to be like, man, I I really was thinking, you know, I was thinking wrongly about scouts, you know, 15 or 25 kills or something like that. I don't even know. That's not even, that's not even that much experience with the weapon, you know? Andrew Carrera says, I don't think there's a solo problem. We've begged forever for high-end solo-level content, and we finally get the Legendary Lost Sectors and the Season event. It's supposed to make us feel isolated due to finally embracing the darkness and shifting away from the Vanguard. Just my two cents. I think your two cents are way, way too charitable to Bungie. I really, really don't think that they set up Season of the Hunt and empire hunts in the way that they are i don't think they did it to make us feel alone because of the darkness um you know what i mean it's i just don't think i i think this was a i think some of this was a mistake i think the lure how fast the lure was charging the rng on the lure the fact that if i'm chasing the linear fusion and you're chasing like the smg we can't really play together, you know, because we're we're fighting and chasing different bosses. Um, you know, I, I just really don't. I don't know. I don't necessarily think that they're like, yeah, let's make sure and split them up and play by themselves. So they're doing bounties and chasing weapons and not being in a fire team because they've embraced the darkness. I think that's an incredibly... Um, that's an overly charitable view of why they've set the content up the way that they've they've done. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I play PvP, not endgame content. In PvP, Masterwork Armor matters if you care about PvP, even if you don't do trials. All my stuff is Masterwork. Yeah, I do think, I do think even your, even your mid lane PvP player probably cares about stats, or at least maxing out, you know, maxing out energy uh, for mod equipment, you know what I mean? behemoth killing champions with stasis shows how quest design is wrong they need to edit the quest design to support solos and fire teams together they are playing safe 
Uh, they're playing it safe. No courage on designing quests. Well, man, people people have been saying that they think I'm burned out, right? They're like, oh, you're just burned out. I'll be honest. I don't think it's burnout. I think it's just... I, I think that Light Leap touched on this when we were when we were uncertain about how much quality of life were we actually going to get in Beyond Light. And one of the points, one of the points that Light Leap made was there are so many foundational problems and annoyances that are not being addressed. And that was one of his main frustrations is that when I'm running the main content loop, when I'm doing the meat and potatoes day to day, there are things that are just annoying. I think I'm starting to understand and see things from that perspective, and I'll give you some examples. The last couple times I came back and tried to play, I was trying to, you know, polish off some of the fragment things for uh, the stranger, and I kept getting quest designs that were just irritating. It, killing champions with stasis and whatever some of the other, you know, chore work was, and it just kind of dawned on me this morning that. It's not that I'm burned out. It's that I feel like I'm constantly having to eat around the fat to get to the morsels. And it's just like, we were supposed to have bounties addressed. They didn't address bounties. And then quests are suffering similar fate of being too specific, too chore, too arduous driven. So, you know, so that's frustrating. And then legendary lost sectors and the lure charging and then the way empire hunts are set up. I literally feel like I'm constantly being dictated to on what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it. Does that make sense? We've been given a season that was supposed to increase freedom with the stasis and the aspects and fragments, experiment with the new grinds, get some of these new exotics and take a crack at them. But at every turn, I'm being dictated to, nope, not as effective as a team. Nope, if you want to chase this, you got to be by yourself. Nope, if you want this, you got to go run this chore and get very specific kills in Nightfalls. Like, that's where I'm getting stung. It's not that I'm burned out. It's that I can't just play Destiny the way I kind of want to play Destiny. Now, I don't want to get over-baked on the whole play-your-way thing. I think a lot of people overstate that. I think a lot of people take take that comment out of context and try to apply it liberally. You do have to have barriers and guardrails up for player behavior and player freedom. You can't just give us unfettered freedoms. We can do whatever the heck we want, however the heck we want to do it. You have to rein us in to some degree, right? But like, to me, to me, it's like every time I sit down, I felt like somebody was saying, you got to do this. It's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to kind of mindlessly run around and shoot bad guys and get drops. That's exactly where I am. I never feel like I can just do what I want to do. I have to do this and have to do it that way. Like, yes, it's like I'm being dictated to. Welcome to Destiny. What would you like to do? Uh, I was thinking of chasing one of those lures. Okay, go run a bunch of strikes. I That's I, that's not what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to chase some of the, the season of the hunt stuff. Nope, go run strikes. Okay, I, I guess I'll do that. Okay, um... What gun would you like to chase? Oh, I would. I was hoping to get the Waveframe Grenade Launcher. Nope! It's not on here right now. Something else is on here. Um... Oh... oh okay. Yeah, the lure charge is faster now. Sure. I, they, they get, like, a pigeon-sized feather in their cap for that. Oh, wait, no. It's not available right now. You can't get the Waveframe. Uh, okay. I guess I will chase the Linear Fusion. Okay. I'm gonna play with my buddy. 
What's your buddy chasing? Oh, he's chasing the SMG. Nope, you're both not going to get your drops. You're actually chasing different bosses. Um, okay. Uh, maybe I'll go for the aspects and fragments. Great. Where do you want to? Where do you have to go? You got to go out of Nightfalls. I don't really like going to Nightfalls. You got to kill champions with stasis. What? The most effective way is to do it with finishers. People are going to constantly steal the kills with lament. Okay, maybe I'll go and and do the empire hunts. Okay, go and run this prerequisite that's going to take a really, really long time. And if you want to play with your buddy, hopefully you're chasing the exact same weapon. Stop dictating to me how I'm supposed to play and where I'm supposed to play it. I don't have a problem with saying you want the raid weapons, come run the raid. That's basic. If I want a sandwich, I got to go to the deli, right? Or... Or do Uber Eats and have them bring me it, okay? If I want the raid gear, I gotta go into the raid. I get that. But I think they're getting down into into like this, almost like this, almost microscopic. Instead of just saying, oh, you want these aspects and fragments? Okay, go run a couple nightfalls and uh, and just, you know, get some stasis kills. Oh, okay. No, it's go run nightfalls, kill champions with stasis kills, kill certain enemies with shatter, kill enemies that have been freeze and slowed. Uh huh. What? No, I don't. Listen, my children struggle with this right now. Okay, my children struggle with this. My daughter will be like, "Come play with me," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." She's like, "Here, you be this character," and so she hands me a horse, you know, a little stuffed horse, and I'm like, "Hi, my name's so and so." She's like, "No, no, 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 no. You need to come in and you need to say this," and I'm like, "Uh." okay so she starts dictating to me I'm just another toy in her play session she wants me to move the horse around and say what she wants me to say what's well, not very fun my son doesn't enjoy it either right you're dictating to me how to play with the toy I want to make the horse's name Wilbur and I want to make him run around and talk about carrots like that's what I want to make him do but you want me to name him you know Joseph and you want him to be you know, fast and angry or being a bad guy or whatever. And so now what's happening? My daughter is very creative. She makes her own comic books, her own stories. She makes up characters and everything else. So if, 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 if she's playing with me, she just kind of takes on that moniker. So I'm just trying to teach her, you know, how to play with other children. So at, at that at that level, she's making it unenjoyable for me to sort of play with her. And Destiny's doing the same thing. Come and chase these aspects and fragments. Okay, cool. What do I need to do? Go into a nightfall. Okay, I'm going to go run a nightfall. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, while you're in the nightfall, you need to kill champions with stasis. You need to kill enemies with shatter damage. You need to kill enemies that have been slowed by stasis. What the frick? I can't keep track of all of that. What on earth? Like... What is what is what is going on here? You know, it's the same it's the same it's the same way with everything else I outlined. It's like you won't just let me come and do the thing. I'm I'm happy to charge the lure, get the gun, kill the boss, right? Get the thing, you know, get 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 the thing, get the do the thing. Instead, it's get the thing by doing this, 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 and this. And it's like I stop dictating to me how to play the game. I got stasis, I got raid weapons, I got new things I want to try, and I got to shelve it all to do your chore list. Like, that's what you keep asking me to do. And that's why, to me, again, I am not, I am not in any any sense, like, burned out. It's like, 
I feel like I'm being bossed around by the game all of the time. So I'm not saying give me everything because I want to just it, I want to just go run public events. I just gonna want to want to go do patrols. That's not what I'm saying. It's okay to send me into a nightfall or a strike or go and do the empire hunts and do the prereqs and then kill the boss or go and do the lure charging and then get the gun or whatever. But all along the way, I feel like you're poking me in the eye. It's like what Light Leap said. It's like there's these rough edges of the game that I keep having to ignore in order to just play. I'll give you a perfect example of how this happened in Shadowkeep. I wanted to use the Lectern and chase a love and death grenade launcher, but the grind was so segmented and choked with respect to currency, right? The currency was choked. The process was bad. It was not a streamlined process. So much of what I had to do was was not enjoyable. I had, to, I had to go and do certain things that were tedious and silly to get a drop of a weapon. They didn't make like a nice. They didn't make a nice content loop. I think content loops should be straightforward point A to point B and then back again as opposed to go from point A to point B but then there's sub point A1, A2, A3, A4, and A5 so while you're working on A to B you have to do all these specific things it's too much dictation so basically what I feel like I'm doing right what what I feel like I'm doing is I'm 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 working to earn the right to not do these things like I'm getting to a place where I have all my weapons and my builds that I want to use and by the time I get there I'm just kind of like well now what like what's the point right what's the point what's the point when we gonna go back in I'm gonna go back into the game and 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 do what I'm having trouble understanding what's the issue. You want something from someone or something so you have to accomplish objectives just because they seem difficult doesn't mean they're making you but they are making me they're dictating to me instead of saying go into nightfalls and kill enemies uh, while having a stasis subclass equipped it's go into nightfalls and do these very specific things and these things are super counterproductive with the respect of like within respect of like game flow like go and try and kill champions with stasis it's stupid it's like have you ever played this game with anybody ever before, Bungie? Ever. Like, trying to kill a champion with stasis, it's it's contrary to everything we do when we encounter a champion. You're not telling me to go into a nightfall and kill champions. You're telling me to go into a nightfall and kill champions with a toothpick on a Tuesday. It's like, no, stop. That's what I'm saying. It's not difficult. It's tedious. It starts to get monotonous. You know? Think of it this way. Uh, Creature says they're micromanaging what we play and where we spend our time. It seems planned if you pull back and look at it. Like certain activities were not getting played, so they're forcing you to play them now. Right. Think of it this way, okay? Destiny, as a concept, as a franchise, already has a level of monotony to it. And this is what I mean. You're constantly repeating activities. Strikes, 
pubs, patrols, lost sectors, whatever. So there's already a layer of monotony. So imagine you're building a cake, and at the bottom layer, there's just the garden variety content loop monotony that you're running content that you've already run. Okay? You've already run it. And so that level of monotony is already there. Now on top of that layer of monotony, they're adding another layer of monotony. It's micro chores that you have to do while doing the big circle. So the big circle is strikes, nightfall, gambit, you know, what have you. That's the big circle. And then there's these little circles of monotony on top. It's like, I I, I can't, I can't do this. I'm okay rerunning strikes. I'm okay rerunning content that I've run before. That layer of monotony is sort of a given when you're going to play a game like Destiny. It's the same thing with Diablo. It's like, you're going to go into rifts and do very similar clicking and positioning and ability usage that you've done a thousand times before, okay? There's already that layer of monotony but if they were like go in rifts and get kills on these enemies with a spear to progress you'd be like I don't want to do that I have my build I have my character I have a way I like to play let me do it like let me do it that's the problem you're adding monotony on top of monotony and it's compounding itself and people are like I can't do this anymore I just it doesn't it's not clicking for me the dopamine hits not there I'm not I'm not seeing I'm not seeing a, a, a structure that's conducive to repetition reward repetition reward I'm not getting that that's why it's like I'm not burned out I'm not dude I could sit here and play the game all day just run in a circle to get a shiny thing at the end of it I will do that for forever it's that there's too too many things they're asking me to do have you seen me go and grab gunsmith bounties and and vanguard bounties and then oh and I'm going to try and get a fragment too from from the stranger? I'm having to move all this stuff around and change this. Well, I was you know I was specked out and really enjoying the new raid hand cannon and this shotgun and you know lament is spicy and it just feels awesome, but well, I better shelve all that so I can do this laundry list of chores. You know, two dollars from Modern Net Monk. Isn't this the bounty problem again? This is why I have this under the heading of the solo problem. That when you start to do this, you you start to make people feel as if the best way to play the game is by myself in my happy little controllable world where no one can interfere or slow me down. You know. I would like to know how many demons that I've killed in Diablo 3. I've run a thousands of rifts over the season to season, but I still love it. Right. It's a repeatable loop. The monotony, you've accepted the monotony. Same thing. Over and over and over again. All the way, right? The whole way. Ding! Reward. Ding! Reward. Oh, this is awesome. Instead of being like, hey, there's the monotony of the repetition of the game already, but stop before you go and before you do these things you got to change everything in your build and you need to go kill enemies in very particular and specific ways you'd be like i don't want to do that why because like the the game's already I'm, i'm already accepting the monotony of the loop you're adding more monotony and more tedium to it so that's um 
that that that's probably one of the best ways I could put it. I've not really thought about it until literally just now. As I was like, I'm not burned out. I'm tired of being dictated to how to play. You you get all these cool guns and builds and weapons, and you're constantly being told to not use them and to do something else. Once I hit the hard cap in season 100, I found. Uh, I was less beholden to running bounties that made me play in a way that I didn't want to. That's precisely it. And the aspects and fragments are just a horse of a different color. If you want to get the aspects and fragments, you got to go play in a way that is not how you want to play. So, get your finger out of my face and stop telling me how to play. We had this debate about infusion ages ago. Whenever, you know... Mr. Champion of Costly Infusion who's trying to rewrite history and claim that they've always been against Infusion not true as usual with that group we have the receipts and they'll deny they exist like oh yeah pro Infusion pro Infusion at that time my big hang up was stop telling me how to play well just play like me I always have things to you know I always have enhancement cores to infuse with I don't want to play like you I want to play how I want to play you know telling people to play like you doesn't solve the problem and that was when i you know that was when i had that big rant about i was like don't tell me how to play grandpa like stop talking to me like you know i should play in a particular way that doesn't in a game that's about chasing loot and choice and freedom and making yourself look awesome like it just it's like <laughs> it just doesn't work you got it. You got to. You've got to stop telling people how to play. And too much of the game is doing that. Um, so that was a long answer to that question. <laughs> uh, uh, the fragments are permanent upgrade. There's nothing wrong with having requirements that are somewhat large and a permanent upgrade. Here's the thing, Dream. Here's the thing. I don't disagree with your premise. I disagree with the execution. Again. You're asking me to do things that are counterproductive to the gameplay. I've given this example before. Let me scroll back up so I don't miss somebody's question. I've given this example before. In Titanfall 1, the way that you would roll over your prestige was that you had to do very, very specific challenges. Many of those challenges were completely contrary to the flow of combat. So you would have all these morons on your team going for very specific kills and disrupting the play flow of the game mode and not helping your team, right? We talk about this in Gambit. There are bounties and objectives that people go for that end up making them a bad player on your team and you get really frustrated when you got Johnny Blueberry always going for 15 motes and ignoring and ignoring the play flow, right? Sounds like you want everyone else to play the way you want. No, I know I know comprehension's hard for some people, but I've not said anything to indicate that. Whenever you have objectives that tell people to ab- ignore the main objective of the game mode, that's a problem. If I'm going in and I'm playing capture the flag and you're off doing something else because of some other objective that runs counter to the flow of the game mode, that's irritating to be on a team with you. Similarly, if you go into a nightfall and they're like, kill champions with stasis, that's that's like asking people to do something that's contrary to the flow of, of the nightfall. That's not what people are doing in nightfall. They're, they're killing the champions as quickly as possible. You know what I mean? 
So it's fine to have requirements, but don't make the requirements run counter to the mode or the hopper that I'm going into, right? I didn't play Titanfall that extensively, but I definitely did play for it a bit. Yeah. Look at Call of Duty. You want the gold camo? Use this gun. Right. That's it. Just use the gun. Exactly. It's, you can ask me to go do a thing in the Nightfalls. Why not just make it kill champions? Why not just make it that? They did that for something recently. I was working on it really quick. Oh, it, was, it was the quest for the Hawkmoon. Oh, get, get, get champion kills. So what did we do? We went to Empire Hunts and we just killed champions. It was great. It was awesome. Going into a Nightfall and hoping... Basically, I gotta grab three people and basically be like, please don't kill the champions. I need to go do a finisher on them so I can get the credit for the stasis kill on the champion. What? That's not... (laughs) That's You're not asking me to go do something. You're doing what my daughter does. You're handing me the toy and you're telling me what to say and you're telling me how to play with the toy. It's like you don't need to get that specific and again we're getting stuck on individual examples okay we're getting stuck on individual examples what I'm saying is from bounties to the aspects and fragments to the basic play flow of charging the lure getting a gun from season of the hunt getting a gun from empire hunts legendary lost sectors you it's a consistency of you play in this way it's not come grind the raid for raid loot. It's you have to do this by yourself or in this particular way. It's it's constant dictation. Everywhere I turned, I looked, okay, I'm not going to do aspects and fragments. I don't care about the fragments. I'm going to go over here and do this. And there's all kind of dictation going on in that environment too. Wrathborn hunts, empire hunts, legendary lost sectors. You're just continuing to tell me bounties, you just keep telling me how I'm supposed to play and what I'm supposed to play with and who I'm supposed to play with. <laughs> it's like, that's what I mean. It starts to wear you out instead of just feeling like, oh, I'm just going to ignore Grandmaster Nightfalls. It's, I feel like I'm ignoring all of the content because all the content is doing low level and passive forms of dictation. That's the issue. Thanks, Mama. Uh, Joseph Young with the next question. Is it fair for Bungie to say that they want their game to be catered towards certain types of players? Uh, They should look at what made D1 special. It was multiplayer activity rewards or raids. Well, I mean, the game's evolved significantly since Destiny 1. So I think, you know, one of the the challenges is um, if you're going to constantly say that they need to go back and look at like what made D1 special. Number one, there was a lot about D1 that was problematic and bad and poorly designed. So I, I don't necessarily think you can always just do that as like a blanket. We'll just go back to D1. What made it special? The game has significantly evolved. Uh, how often we get content and new loot and new things to do is insane compared to D1. It's crazy. I mean, you get... the. The way the way that they've set this game up is nothing like D one, you know, it's nothing. And so I think there are elements of D one that you could say, hey, remember why that was so good? Remember why that worked so well? 
that 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 I think is helpful but I also think so much about Destiny 1 was was not even remotely structured in a way that jives with where we are now with new content and new loot cycles and new and new content loops every 3 months I just don't necessarily is you think you're ever going to be able to really go back there um it is not it's it's not necessarily uh, it's not necessarily, I, I think, a, a point worth making really anymore. What are you really going to pull from Destiny 1 that would make this game so significantly better? Other than having raids with specialized roles and removing the res token and the res timer system, I'll argue that point all day. But I think there's good points to be made on the other side of the fence. Some of the raids were very boring because you were just standing around waiting for one person to do one thing so it was a five man waiting room I uh, will just wait for for Dave to do you know the thing that he's supposed to do right so even even that there's two sides there's two sides to that argument I'm not going to sit here and claim I'm objectively right I'm just going to say that might be really the only thing that I would say maybe we would bring from D1 um I, you know no, I don't like the res system in De- Destiny 2 raids. I think it's terrible. I think they've turned raids into a everybody has to touch the baton, and since everybody has to touch the baton, and we expect everybody to be alive at the end of the baton passing, they've dialed back what they ask us to do. It's just a freaking relay race. I don't think we've gone from the boring stand around and wait for one guy to do one thing. I don't think we've landed in something that's more exciting. If anything, it's I don't know. If anything, there might be more more boredom to it now. Um, I don't know. I think Wrath of the Machine had a really good blend. Um, but see, now you just get into subjectivity of, of like what is what's good content, what's good loot. You know, what should you require a team to do? Um, you know, I, I think that if they would bring some of that to, to, to the raids and get rid of the timer... I'd be I'd be I'd be probably happier. Now again, outside of that, I think Destiny 2 has improved and added so many things that are significantly better than they were in D1. So I don't want to start reverting back to like the way that D1 was structured because I think D2 has a lot of good things about it that make it more approachable, more playable. Um, you know, it's there, there's there's things they've done I think that just are really really well suited to the day-to-day casual player. Uh, and I know people don't like that. They think that, like, you know, casuals are the death of the franchise. Um, Wrath had a good blend. Everyone had to do something each encounter. Wrath had everybody doing something. Wrath had intensity. And Wrath also had the ability to press on if someone died. Um, I think it was the best It was the best blend. Um, I, I, I do. I think now we're in this weird conundrum where they've established a principle so strongly that everyone should be alive and take part and if you want six people to stay alive and all take part there's only so much they can ask of the team so raid difficulty and intensity is understandably dialed back like look at what garden of salvation and deepstone crypt really asks of you as a player it's a lot of standing around and just waiting for ads to slowly walk out and get shot and then it's a matter of it's not a matter of precision and finessing encounters it's a matter of don't make a mistake it is do you see the difference i don't know it's i just think i just think that um 
there's there's too much in D1 that they got wrong that they've improved upon to really go back and try and slice out what they could really learn from and glean from um you know from Destiny 1. I I I think there's more and more I think there's even less that we could pull forward now. Uh, the only thing I would want to bring forward is the is the is the year one primary, secondary, and heavy system with 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 uh, all primaries having an element um, and doing a lot more elemental perks. Like other than that, I, I don't think there's a ton from D one you could pull forward because there's a lot of things they've done in D two that I actually do like. I just think right now the season has way too much you know tedium and dictation and put pl- and, and splitting people up from playing with people. Um, Totems required that crispy snipe on the night change. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Racing people for the snipe, you know. I'm not sure what Thrilla did here. Thrilla's got a two-parter. Lono, why do you think Bungie are missing the mark on the solo issue? It surprises me that seemingly no one in their office argues similar points to you. Well, you don't know that that's necessarily true. They could have people um, at their offices that take up for my side of the debate and it's possible that they're having influence in certain departments in certain areas of the game and it's also possible that they're uh they're just losing the debate um they're they're getting sort of drowned out uh you know they they might not be the majority they might not be a decision maker so i you know there's probably plenty of people that 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 are at Bungie that are that are voicing some of what we're saying. You know, you keep uh, you keep splitting the team up. You keep constantly telling people very specific things to do, and you know, it's just it's just kind of wearing folks out. Um, you know, don't you think though that the game designers want players to experience all the weapons for what they're worth with their bounties? So we are stuck with one. So we aren't stuck to one loadout. I get where you're coming from, but you have to understand something. I don't know about you, but if I get into a a habit or a rhythm with a game, um, I'll give an example in the new game that I'm playing, Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising. I get into a rhythm with the fights and how I like to approach them. And then I see videos about, you know, how this build with the bow is broken. Let me tell you something. I don't care. I don't care. I'm comfortable. I like what I've invested in. I like my style of play. I think I feel pretty good when I'm winning some of these fights. And uh, I don't care about your stupid, broken OP bow build. I don't care. So, like, trying to convince me that, like, you gotta gotta experience all these weapons. You gotta try a sidearm. You gotta try a scout. You gotta try this. You gotta try that. No. Right? I, I don't I don't want to you know I think it's okay to have a gunsmith that's having you test other weapons and archetypes so maybe maybe periodically you're like yeah hey, you know what scouts are kind of slapping right now I might try out some scouts but again it, it's it's not gonna happen all that often people get into that rhythm look at how many people use the same primary for literally everything in destiny one it didn't matter where you went you know what i mean there are builds in phoenix rising i just go in and smack things around and drink potions right ochi you and i are taking the two by four approach we just go in and hit everything really hard you know what i mean and so 
you know, if if uh, it, it, it it's it's just like you're never going to convince people to switch because they just they like what they have. Again, you can expose them to it, but you don't. You're never going to make people think they're going to constantly change their weapons around. You know what I mean? Lono isn't the results type of guy. Meta isn't really something he follows. Now, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, this feels really, really good for DPS or whatever. Um, you know, when we were all running Lament on the one part or, you know, when I when I pivoted towards hand cannons in D1 because I, I finally put down my Suros Dis 47. Um, there's just a huge difference between you using a gun and discovering it's being cool and awesome and strong and being sort of coerced or asked or forced to, tr- to use it or try it. You know this is true. If, if, if you just really love a certain build and a certain gun type, it doesn't really matter. If they give you this other gun and they force you to use it, you're only going to do it to satisfy the bounty and they're going to put it away. Now, if I know when I go to the gunsmith what I'm signing up for, I'm signing up to experiment with weapons and try different things out. I know that's what I'm doing. I think that that's different because you it's 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 contextual. It's thematically in line with what he is. He's a gunsmith. Um, we did it in D1, and then we had the you know we had the the arms day where you could go and try and get different roles on different weapons that you had quote unquote ordered from him. You know there were there was definitely an element of, of testing weapons. Didn't he give, he gave you test weapons, didn't he? And they were like generic. Wasn't that a thing where he gave you the weapons? I swear that was a thing. And they were like white or something. I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering now. I, I think there's room for that, but I generally think that people hover and stay in their safe zone. They like their build. They like their guns. And that's a lot of what we're talking about right now. You know? By the way, guys, if you've enjoyed this segment, do me a favor. It really supports the channel in this video if you click the like button and the subscribe button. I'm trying not to do it too often. I'm trying not to ask for that too often, but it really does help if we roll over to 800 likes and we continue to push that sub button. We're, we're a seven-year-old channel, so we're getting a lot of old accounts purged from our sub count. So seeing the sub count and the like count go up is awesome. Uh, I'm here Monday through Friday. It's a safe for work broadcast. It's very radio podcast lurk oriented. You can kind of keep me on in the background. That's what a lot of people do. Um, we also record all these and upload these to another channel. So if you like these segments, but you prefer them in an upload fashion, you can always use the videos command and sub to that channel over there where they get uploaded. This is purely a live streaming channel now. Um, and Monday through Friday, we're always doing something in the afternoon. So we do this in the morning, kind of up to lunch, and then the afternoon we shift. So in a little while here, in a couple hours, we're going to go over to Repeat Theater and we're going to review the new Wonder Woman. And then all week long, we go over to the gaming channel to play other games. It allows me to kind of stretch my wings into other content. Um, yes, he did give you the weapons to test. That's right. That's right. I remember that. That was cool. Um, what do you think about the solo lost sector for exotic armor this season? Should players be forced to earn the loot solo without being carried to the reward? Listen, I don't know if Bungie can do this, but they do this in games like Diablo. If you go in with the team, it gets harder. So you could lower the drop rate of the exotics. And if I run a legendary lost sector with a team, it could get harder. I remember playing Diablo and my friend would join my session and then he'd like sit back at town doing stuff 
and forget. I'm like, dude, get the frick out of my session. You're making everything harder and you're not helping me. You know what I'm saying? So, I I would like to see them do that. I never, ever, ever want to do the pendulum swing. I'm not trying to take away content from solo players. I'm trying to give me the option of playing with a team. You know what I mean? In Diablo, the team makes the enemies harder, but it also increases the drop rate of the items. That's true, Ochi. I think the concern would be is that Lost Sectors are so short, even if you increase difficulty of the enemies, you wouldn't necessarily want to increase the drop rate. Um, You wouldn't necessarily want to do that. Because I still think what you would be dealing with is a time time over drop rate uh, division scale where we could run 10 faster than you could run 10, even though it got harder. So you'd have to be careful with the drop rate. You know, you trivialize it, you know. All of a sudden, you know, it, it's 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 intended to be something that's tough and you run by yourself. I get that. But I also think that they need to make sure they're always asking the question, what's this going to be like with a fire team? And if, if it's not for a fire team, you know, why not? What's the, what, you know, what's the philosophy behind that? I think in general, legendary law sectors are not designed for, uh, for fire teams. And I think that some of that's probably due to, uh, season of the worthy season of the worthy. They introduced legendary law sectors and man, with a team, you really could do them pretty fast. You got into a nice rhythm. Um, teams do trivialize the drop rates in Diablo three, but people just farm for perfect gear and not good gear. That's true. Sometimes it creates a situation where you say, this is easier solo, so I'll never do this with other people. They force you to hold hands and crutch on five other people in easy raids for exotics, so solo lost sectors are great in my opinion. I don't want to take it away. I don't want to take it away. I just want to have an option for people that want to play with the fire team. I think similar things about Wrathborn hunts and Empire hunts. Smooth those edges over, man. Same thing with bounties. You know? Um, here's the thing. Legendary Lost Sectors being geared for solo wouldn't bother me if Wrathborn Hunts, Empire Hunts, and Bounties were not so dadgum stupid. You know? I think that's part of the issue, is so much of the game is doing that. And... When one more thing does it, it feels like it's too much. If everything was it was structured in a really good way to where me and me and the boys could hop in, do Wrathborn hunts and Empire hunts, just shut our brain off and just play and get drops <clears throat> and complete bounties, it probably wouldn't matter that you had the legendary lost sector grind geared for solo. It wouldn't matter. But it's because everything kind of feels that way right now. I'm either being dictated to or driven away from fire team, and I think that's the main issue with why I wanted to talk about this today. It's 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 not just legendary lost sectors. In this debate, that's always the thing people focus on. There is so much of the content structure right now that is geared toward dictating how you play, what weapons you use, and driving you to not be and, and driving you to play solo. Um I think anyone's doing the Empire Hunt for the weapon drops. But if you do the three that, that What's-His-Face has, you have to pick the same one as your teams. So, Wrathborn Hunt's too easy to justify bringing a fire team. Yeah, but that's my point. You're, you're making my point for me. So much of the game is is designed for playing by yourself and being told what to use. 
Um, Empire hunts are just like the lector, and so it's easy. It's really easy to just LLS and hunts are for as additional solo content. Yeah, I don't. We don't. I don't want to go round and round on this again. We've. I think we've all made our points about the structure. I. I just think it. Um, it. It shouldn't. It should be. It should be approachable to all. It should be approachable to all. And I think bounties need the same. I think bounties need the same injection. How do we make these work better with a team? How do we make these not so specific and not so solo focused? It. It. It wouldn't hurt the solo player to do that, and that's that's kind of my point. So. Uh, if you're here in the live audience, don't go anywhere. We'll keep discussing. I don't know if VIPs, if there's any that want to call in today, they can obviously do that if they want. They can cash in as a benefit, as a paying member that's chosen the VIP tier. Talk to me live on the air in Discord. So if you're in the live audience, don't leave. If you're listening to the recording, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe. <laughs>